Kaden Kopiar acknowledges the traditional owners of the land that this podcast was recorded and produced on, the Wurundjeri and Bunurong peoples of the East Kulin Nations. We pay our respect to their elders past, present and emerging, and we extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples. Welcome to The Press Office with Caden Copiar, the podcast that gives you an exclusive and unfiltered look behind the scenes of the Australian media landscape and public relations industry. I'm your host, Marissa Jane, and if you are dreaming of a career in public relations, are an aspiring journalist, or simply just obsessed with all things digital and traditional media, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome back to the Press Office with Caden Co. PR. Now, today is actually the last episode for season two. It has been such a pleasure and we have chatted to some amazing guests over the past 12 weeks. So thank you again for your support. And if you've been loving the show and you want another season, please make sure you're subscribing and giving us a review. In today's final episode, I am chatting to Alex Newenhouse, who is the owner and creative director of Rodan, which is an accessories label known for its beautiful and unique sunglasses and jewelry pieces. These reside in the Caden Co. PR showroom and I was always trying on all the different products because they are so unique and cool. And also the likes of Carrie Bickmore is often spotted in their designs. Today, Alex and I chat about the creation of her label and also how Rodan became viral over the past few weeks, all thanks to a US influencer, which was then amplified by the Caden Co. PR team with editorial placement. I know that you are very keen to hear more about that story. So with that, let's get on to the interview. Hello, Alex, and welcome to the press office with Caden Copiar. We've already had a little bit of a chinwag offline, so I'm excited to actually press record and get down into the nitty gritty. But before we get started, I like to ask all of my guests to introduce themselves, what they do and how they got to where they are today. Yeah, sure. I um and uh, nice to see you too. It's been a little while. My name's Alex Newenhouse. Um, I'm the owner and creative director of Roden. I um I'm 44. I live in Bondi with my partner and uh, our little uh, our little dog Hart. And I am a sales and marketing director actually for a, a large hotel chain by day. And then I run Roden by night. So my you know I guess in a in a quick way my journey to Roden's success over the last five years is it was literally just born out of a a love of accessories and I I found that I I wanted a creative outlet I'm a super creative person and I've always loved you know big shades and great big earrings and things like that and I thought you know what this I've got this cool family name I'm going to create a business around it and I'm also super entrepreneurial so I just thought let's have a go so I just thought you know can I juggle it with um with my day job and I thought, well, why not? Let's just let's just have a go and see how it turns out. I have to ask you about the juggle. I do the same thing, and it's not easy. How do how do you manage it? Oh, look, it, you're right. It, it's not easy. It, it's a combination of 
planning, being organized, and also just flying by the seat of your pants. I think um, it's <laughs> you just have to see where the day, the day takes you and, and try and have some goals set out that you want to hit. And then at the, at the end of every week, I sort of go back through those goals and just see if I actually achieve what I wanted to achieve and then reflect on that for the next week to see how I could sort of do things a little bit better. But it is it is a juggle. I mean, I I used to know what sleep is. <laughs> it doesn't really exist anymore. It's it's a matter of working. You know, I, I get up at 5.30, I'm 6 o'clock, I'm, I'm doing orders, 8.00. I'm down at the post office, 9 o'clock, I'm back to, the, back to my home office and, um, you know, back to my day job. And that's, I've got to, I manage a team, so... That sort of takes me through to about five o'clock and then it's partner comes home, dinner. And then from about seven o'clock, it's, um, it's back to Roden. And I do a lot of my customer service emails at night. So, you know, we are, well, I am a sort of a one-man band. My partner helps out with the logistics and bits and pieces. But essentially, yeah, my day finishes at 10. So it's, it's pretty full on. It's like you have two full-time jobs. And I think, you know, there's such like a glorification for starting your own business. And that's so great. But for people listening, it is hard. Even me, there's sometimes Saturday nights that I have to go, oh, I have to edit some podcasts today or I need to do some freelance work. So it is really, really tricky to find that balance. Oh, absolutely it is. And then it's also... There's a there's an element of you know I actually need to get outside today and I need to go and do some exercise and and do something for my own well being and even you know it's tough to find time for that as well because you think okay I'm t- I'm going to take an hour out to go for a beautiful walk but then you think oh my god can I actually use that time in a better sense but then you kind of have to reset yourself and go you know what going for that hour walk is actually going to be amazing for the rest of your day we've talked about this sacrifice but you know you do it because you love it why do you love Raiden why do you love it <sighs> do you know what I I love I love the thrill of putting a collection together. I love the thrill of being as creative as I want to be. I love the fact that there's no rules for me because I set my own. So, you know, if I want to put together a pair of earrings that are bright pink, then I can do that. And no one else is going to tell me that they're not going to look cool. And I love to, I'm very much a, a planner. Like I like to sort of say, okay, Roden's at this stage right now, but in the next two to three years, I'd like it to be at this stage. So, you know, <laughs> One of one of those plans was for the brand to be in beautiful luxury boutiques um, in resorts around the world, and and you know that for me because traveling is a part of me and a part of my soul. And uh, you know I tell this story a lot where when you go on holiday and, you, and you're in a resort boutique and you buy something and you bring it home, and whenever you see it or you wear it or it always invokes that memory of where you've been. And I always thought that that would be so special for Roden to sort of take shape. And, th- and that's what drives me that it's, it's, it's where I can actually get Roden to and how I can elevate the brand further and further. Um, so it's just a, you know, I, I guess it's just a constant joy to be fair. Well, I absolutely adore what you create. And one of my favorites are the, the cat eyed sunglasses that I was telling you offline. I'm going to ask you a difficult question. What is your favorite baby? What's your favorite product you've ever created? Oh, my goodness. My favorite product is actually not released yet. So I designed a resort shirt, so a beautiful cover-up, and it's been two years in the making. You know, it was sort of almost pre-COVID, to be fair. 
and trying to get the design right. And so that's, it's been a real um, journey of passion to, to get it right. And it's now in that final stage where, I've, you know, I've got some pieces ready to go and I'm just sort of testing them out on an audience that I think is really cool and I love their feedback. That's really exciting. Yeah, it's really, really cool. It's sort of all coming together. How did, so when you had the idea of Roden, how did you actually get that started? Like I think from my end, I have no idea about how to produce a product. So I've always, uh, you know what, I've always been a person that comes up with lots of different ideas. So I think I'm, I, I have an entrepreneurial spirit. And even as a kid, like I'd write little business plans and things like that. And I don't know where that came from. It's just something that came over me. And growing up with a family, particularly the women who would always have beautiful accessories, like particularly my, my grandmother and my mother. You know, Roden is my my mum's maiden name. Um, it's Swedish of descent. It's just, it's got a beautiful sound to it. And both of them always had incredible um, eyewear or incredible earrings and they'd only ever wear one thing at a time. Um, you know, like my nan would come out and gosh, she'd be wearing like shorts and a t-shirt, but she'd have like these statement sunnies on and, and look so fabulous. Um, so I was kind of always surrounded by that, so those types of accessories. And I remember having a conversation with my mum saying, mum, you know what, you're your surname would be so cool as a brand because it just sounds cool. And that's sort of where it came from. And then, you know, about five, four or five years ago, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to have a go. And I was, you know, I'm an avid social media fan and seeing people start their own businesses and, you know, basically starting from scratch. And I thought, I can do that. I'm going to have a go. And, you know, I love, I'm a big research nerd and, so I did a lot of research and thought to myself, what do I like the most and what, what could I use Roden for? And I was like, you know what, let's start with sunglasses. And so I started researching sunglasses and where they're made, where we can have them made, all those different types of things. And that's just sort of how it started. And then I, was, I researched and, you know, how to pull a website together, um, content that you needed, what kind of social media is the best platform to use to launch a brand. So it sort of built itself up. Uh, you know, I like to use the word organically because it's it was definitely a learn-as-you-go process. You know, I, I didn't I didn't go out and ask a lot of questions within the community. I sort of just built it up myself and it was very much test and learn. And I think the test and learn piece comes from my background in sales and marketing anyway because I work for some quite large travel organizations in my life and a lot of them have been digital and they do have this environment that is test and learn. So it was, you know, test A, test B, what worked? Great, let's keep going. And you just build it from there. And then got into COVID and I had an opportunity to sort of push, push, push on Roden. And that's when I got picked up by um, the lovely uh, Kate & Co PR team. And it you know, and it's kind of just soared from there. And how important has PR been for the growth of Roden? Oh, it's so important. Um, you know, I hadn't, I hadn't had a lot to do with PR in a general sense. You know, obviously, obviously, I know, I knew what PR was and, and things like that. But from not being from a fashion background or understanding the world of fashion PR, I was like, okay, I don't know much about this, but I, I want to have a go. And 
I, you know, I'd been approached a few times by some different agencies and I think putting my sales hat on, you know, like I, I listened to their pitches and they, they kind of weren't the right fit for me. And then I remember I got reached out to by Rach from, from Kate and Co. And it was, I don't know, you just got that feeling that like, this is the right, this is the right way to go. And, you know, I was completely, completely honest with Rach and sort of said to her, like, I don't even know how to work with fashion PR. I'm not really sure about the platform. I kind of need you to hold my hand and, and take me through it. And I've never looked back. Like we've just, you know, they, the team have been with me throughout the growth phase of the business and they've been so open for me just to sort of, even when you think you're asking the silliest of questions, that's it's actually not a silly question. It just forms a long-term plan. And PR has been incredible. Like it's, it's opened me up to traditional media outlets that I never thought I would be able to reach, you know, learning how to work with fashion stylists and then who those stylists are connected to. Yeah. So, so valuable, so valuable. And one of the things that I know Caden Cove here have worked on with you is around this celebrity placement. And, you know, some of your pieces have been on the likes of Carrie Bickmore and Lisa Wilkinson on the project and, you know, the likes of Danny Minogue, which is insane. What are your thoughts on celebrity dressing? And do you actually find that it does convert sales importantly? It does. Look, I, I think celebrity placement creates a conversation and it connects different sub-markets that you would not would not normally think that you'd be reaching. And like I think about the Carrie, well, Carrie Bickmore and the incredible relationship that the team have with Channel 10 and the styling team there. And I was so lucky that they loved my pieces. And then I would, you know, that Carrie would wear them so often um, on, on the show. And one particular night, Carrie decided to cut her hair and she cut it super short and she did a, you know, she did a boomerang on her Insta, on Insta stories and she was wearing my earrings and literally t- and tagged me in. And my, f- I was sitting on the couch with my partner and he said to me, your phone is like going off. What is happening? And um, I use Wix as my e-commerce platform. And so it tells you every time somebody comes onto the site and because I, I you know, I'm a, a digital nerd, so I like to see it see it fly up and you know and see where the traffic's coming in and what time and all that kind of stuff and it just didn't stop and then I started getting dms from all of these ladies saying where can I get the earrings when can I buy the earrings and that type of placement was just incredible because it was that connection and I had so many people say to me we love Carrie Bickmore we love what she represents we're avid followers of her and I'm, I'm and oh my god I must have a pair of those earrings it's so cool so I think you know, the, the power of celebrity is one thing, but it's also the connection of the celebrity to the community, which is the other. Because, you know, sometimes you can put a, a piece on a celebrity and it may not convert because it just doesn't, I don't know, the stars don't align or something. But for others, it, it just works like a, like a magic dream. So, yeah, I kind of, but it's been super exciting too. You know, like I share whenever, whenever, whenever there's a celebrity that's wearing one of my pieces. You know, I uh, I won't I'll obviously share it officially on my Instagram page on Roden, but then I'll share it to my sort of family chat and I'll put it on my personal Facebook page, and my friends can see that and they, you know, they get a kick out of it, which is, I think is really cool as well. Do you have like a dream celebrity that you just have to dress? Oh, Margot Robbie, I think would be super cool. Oh yeah, 
definitely. <laughs> and the fact that she's Aussie, that's cool. I just think, yeah, like she's just got such beautiful style, but she's also super down to earth and a nice person. And I just think, you know what? And she, yeah, I can see a pair of my shades on her or a pair of earrings or something. She would be absolutely amazing. She, and she always looks so beautiful, either like when she's wearing things that like, I even like wouldn't wear as well. I'm like, you look absolutely amazing. Just put something on and it just works well. Now, speaking of celebrity dressing, one thing that I just needed to pick your mind about is this incredible story and we were chatting about it offline. Your brand recently went absolutely viral. You were spotted on a US fitness influencer, Sasha Barboza. She wore some of your sunglasses and I have some of the stats here. So I'm just going to read these out and then I need to know the entire story about it. So 35K in sales, 13,000 new Instagram followers. And then I know Caden Copia worked on some PR, getting coverage on the likes of news.com.au and Daily Mail. What happened here? That's amazing. Oh my God. Do you know what? It's one of those stories that I think little brands always think would happen to them, but they never know whether it's going to happen or not. And it did. And this has only just happened in the last couple of months. So April this year, my partner works night shift and he he woke me up at 3am and he's like, Alex, your your phone. I, I I think it's crashed. Like it's it, it just there's so much activity going on. And I so I woke up and I was like, oh, what's going on? And there was one particular pair of sunglasses that was just being hit and looked up and sold and sold and sold. And I was like, I don't think we've done anything major. Like we we don't have anyone that's been scheduled to wear them or whatever. What have you? So anyway, I couldn't see if anyone had tagged it. There was no tagging, no nothing, but I was just getting this traffic and I couldn't figure it out. So I actually ended up emailing two of the customers and I said to them, just quickly, just a quick survey, like, you know, how did you find the shades? And they were the RC Caramel Blush wing shades. And they said, oh, we saw them on Sasha Barbosa. I was like, Sasha Barbosa, why does that name ring a bell? And I actually looked, I looked in my, in my back orders. I thought, oh, there she is. So Sasha had bought actually a couple of pairs of my shades um, in January of this year. And I actually hadn't realised about her celebrity and her level of celebrity. And she's, she's actually, she's a Venezuelan superstar in the fitness world and she lives in Miami in the States. And she has a really dedicated following, um, incredible mother, you know, just shares her life on, on, on Instagram and she'd worn my shades that she'd purchased at Disneyland with her kids. And so I was like, okay, this is cool. And, um, that first morning was $15,000 in sales in like 10 hours or something like like that, which for a small little brand is, is so incredible. And I then sort of, you know, was like, okay. Um, I thanked her and, you know, send us some flowers and all the all the good stuff. And we just started chatting online and um, super lovely lady. And then we thought, okay, well, we'll just pitch it out to the media and see because it's such a great story to tell. And the story got picked up um, by news and by the Daily Mail. And I'd actually emailed Sasha as well and I said, look, they, they'd love to do a, a piece on you, but can we just use some of the photos? Because obviously the photos were pictures of her and her children and stuff. So we just wanted to make sure that that was, that was cool. 
she was like absolutely she goes you know she goes I love your brand so much your shades are so cool I was so glad I came across you and so we did the second you know then the media pieces went out and then Sasha shared them again um, on her insta stories and that's when it went berserk and it jumped even further so I think at that point my my I was at I think I was at like 12,000 followers and then after she posted the stories by the next day I was at 25 and just had an inbox full of dms saying how much they love Sasha and that my they they were so so happy to have come across my brand and then the sales just didn't stop so it was just it was so fantastic to be a part of like Never really known anything like it at that level. Good on her too for supporting a brand that she loves. Like she has 5.1 million followers. I'm sure she's getting sunglasses and accessories sent to her left, right and centre. Yeah. I mean, she's. I think that she's very authentic in how she presents herself. And I think she's very much about, like she has her own supplement line and things like that, but she'll only wear things on Instagram that she really loves and like I've, you know, obviously follow her now and she, she'll just put up a picture of a toy that her baby liked because she genuinely likes it. And, you know, it's sort of, it's, it's just really authentic content. Do you think like when you work with influencers, I guess more so on a local basis, that that level of authenticity is quite important for Roden? It is absolutely because I I like to, I like for people to give me an honest opinion about the brand and what they think about the brand and I'm open to feedback and you know like if if someone says oh you know would you consider doing a shade in like in a smaller size or would you do a shade in this color or what have you I'm receptive to that and also from influencers who are super authentic you know like you know when they love the product that they're wearing and they'll wear it through their every day, make it part of who they are and rave about it. And that's that's what I love too. Do you know how Sasha like found Rodan? No, I actually don't. I um I I look to see if we have, we followed the same people and there could have been maybe a, a crossover from there. I know like I do a lot of advertising in the States, but at the same time, like I also I noticed that we both follow Chloe Marillo, who's that lovely beauty influencer. And Chloe actually wore a few of my pieces over Christmas because she was home in Australia. And I wondered whether I wondered whether that she might have seen it there. But I mean, who knows? Who knows? That's so interesting. And I guess moving forward, is influencers an important part of your PR strategy? Yeah, it is. I mean, it's definitely part of the mix. And you know, I like to work with influencers at for, but for all different audience levels. So you can obviously see someone with 5 million followers can have this effect, but then also someone with 9 million followers might not have the same effect because their audiences are different. And I love working with micro influencers and people with those small, smaller communities, you know, they they might only have, well, not actually only, they have three or 4,000 followers, but super engaged, you know, and, and, and a beautiful community that they've worked hard to sort of capture. And I, and I love working with those influencers as well. It's, yeah, it's really interesting to see, you know, the data behind the cut through of the micro versus macro influencers. And a lot of the time, the micro influencers do come out on top because it's like this level of almost their followers are getting a recommendation from a friend, which 
still to this day is one of like the best marketing techniques is word of mouth. Oh, absolutely it is. Absolutely it is. It, you know, I, I've had I've had people DM me and say, oh, I bought a pair of your shades because my best friend bought me a pair and I wanted to add to my collection because I knew that I'd love them. Or I saw your shades on a lady at the supermarket, like randomly, and I asked where they got them from and they, they pointed me to your website. So I think you can find communities of influence in a lot of different places as well and not just well not just on social yeah definitely and speaking about your PR strategy how have you found and you've mentioned it slightly before about how Rachel's been really really helpful in getting you to understand PR and taking you through what fashion PR really can look like do you have a preferred way of working with a PR agency or a publicist absolutely I I very much believe in the consultative approach I like to be able to have open discussion and, you know, like the team will ask me, what do you want out of the next six to 12 months? And I'll just give them some very high level points and then they'll work on them to say, this is what we think we can do. But they'll also come to me and say, have you considered this area or what about this market or what about this type of media? And so we much work as a team um, to build that brand out together. So, yeah, I enjoy that. And, you know, we, we get together um, once a month to do a recap of what's happened in the month and, and things like that. So, and I find that really enjoyable to sort of get our heads together and, and you know, go through the stats and, and also talk about what's coming up. And from there, have you had any key highlights from PR besides from Sasha and Carrie Bickmore? <laughs> yes, I, I've always been an avid fashion magazine reader. I love it. I love the tangible book. I love to flick through the pages. I love it, love it, love it. And I said to the team, the ultimate goal is to get into a fashion mag, but one of the, you know, one of the big fashion mags. So I was privileged enough to be selected to go into Grazia, which is so cool. And the team sent some pieces off to their um, styling team. And I was, my pieces were selected for one of the stories which actually came out in because they do a biannual um, book and it came out, I think, a month ago. And it's called the, 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 the title of the magazine is actually called The Journey. But inside it was a story that was shot down in Jarvis Bay and they've used my earrings on a couple of the, the, shoot, the photos. And, oh, my God, like I actually I ordered a physical copy and I got it in the post the other day and I literally just sat there and was flicking through a magazine and, and there's, you know, there's Rodan sitting amongst some of the big gun brands that you see around the world and you just think seriously this is amazing that is so cool i'm a, i'm a magazine girl too there's something about that like feel and touch of the magazine yeah i loved it oh my god it was i literally got goosebumps when i opened up the mag it was so incredible oh amazing well you have to be designing some pretty cool products to be able to get that coverage <laughs> And before we get on to the kind of final quick fire questions, I would love to know what's next for Rodan? What are your next plans? So plans for Rodan are to expand into, into some more luxury locations from a resort point of view. So I was lucky enough to be stocked on Hayman Island from this year. And I've just been given notification that I'll be stocked on a very luxurious island in Fiji. 
do you get to go? You're going to have to go visit, hey? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, they are booked out until the end of January next year, so I'll have to put that on hold for a little while longer. But, um, you know, I I have a I have like a, a wish list of, of incredible resorts that I would like to see Roden in. And so that's one area that we'll expand into. And then the next area will be to work on our so work on the resort pieces so i'll have the resort shirt and then i'm working on another piece to complement that um in the next six months and so essentially what i want is that rodin when you're going on holiday you can have a shirt pair of shades a nice pair of earrings um that you can mix and match and i found that when because i used to travel a lot um for work in one of my past jobs and i was always in and out of a suitcase and it makes it sli- makes life so easier if you've got versatile pieces that you can mix and match from day to night. And so that's that's how I'm structuring Roden. So you can take a pair of statement shades and you can just wear them during the day, you know, wear them at sunset and then off they go. But then same with earrings. You can sort of just, you know, just weave your own sort of magic and make your own outfits. Yeah, so that's, 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 that's the future. The future is to expand into resorts get some more pieces in the resort range, you know, maybe, maybe a concept shop, maybe, don't know yet. Don't know whether we'll go into bricks and mortar, but I think it would still be pretty cool. Well, it sounds like you have a very exciting future ahead. And I personally am very excited to see what you release because I am a fan. I've always been a fan. I would always be popping into the showroom just looking for (laughs) what sunglasses I could wear for the day or wear to the coffee shop. So big fan over here. Oh, thank you. Now I have four final quick fire questions for you. Are you ready? I am. I am. Okay. Email or phone call? Email. Zoom or in-person meetings? In person. Your typical day in media consumption? Local and international news, social media, so Instagram, flip through the stories, maybe a little bit of Daily Mail for a bit of gossip. It's such a guilty pleasure. (laughs) I know. (laughs) And my last question, Instagram, Facebook or TikTok? Definitely Instagram. I haven't learnt how to drive TikTok yet, so I need to... (laughs) I need to get my license, but Instagram, hands down. Haven't we all? We all need a little bit of help on TikTok. Anyway, thank you so much for joining me today, Alex. It has been a pleasure. Oh, thank you so much. It's been really fantastic. Thank you for listening to The Press Office with Kate & Co PR. Please subscribe, rate and review via your favourite podcast app and please give us a follow, like and share on Instagram at Kate Co PR.